Hello everyone. This class is about autonomic nervous system. The portion of nervous system that controls the visceral function is called as autonomic nervous system and most striking feature of autonomic nervous system is rapidity and the intensity of action. Anatomically, it is classified into craniosacral flow and thoracolumbar flow. Craniosacral flow where cranio I mean cranial output supplies the visceral organs via 3rd, 7th, 9th and 10th cranial nerves and sacral outflow supplies pelvic viscera via pelvic branches of S2 to S4 and they are parasympathetic fibers whereas thoracolumbar outflow it the outflow outflow comes from mainly T1 to T12 and L1 to L3 mainly the L1 and L2 and they are sympathetic fibers physiological classification is either they are sympathetic fibers or parasympathetic fibers sympathetic are thoracolumbar anatomically and parasympathetic are craniosacral chemical classification whether they are cholinergic or adrenergic nervous system the cholinergic the neurons that uh, produce uh, acetylcholine they are all the preganglionic fibers the anatomically parasympathetic postganglionic neurons and the anatomically sympathetic ganglion and uh, sympathetic ga postganglionic neurons that innervate sweat glands and anatomically sympathetic neurons that end on blood vessels in skeletal muscles and produce vasodilatation whereas adrenergic fibers they producing uh, epinephrine or norepinephrine as a neuroeffector uh, junction and they are found in sympathetic postganglionic fibers except sweat glands piloerector muscles and some blood vessels of skeletal muscle and adrenal medulla so ans includes the following structures the areas controlling visceral function located in the cerebral hemisphere including part of cerebral cortex limbic system and hypothalamus and it also includes autonomic centers in the brain stem and in the reticular formation which contains cardiovascular respiratory centers and cranial nerve nuclei that is 3rd 7th 9th and 10th it also includes autonomic center in the spinal cord that is the lateral horn where from where sympathetic thoracolumbar or parasympathetic sacral output comes from then it also includes peripheral part of the the ans that is autonomic nerves and the ganglia coming to sympathetic nervous system sympathetic fibers originate in the spinal cord along the spinal nerve where its body is located from there they first go to the paravertebral sympathetic ganglion chain and then to tissues and organs that are stimulated by sympathetic nerve preganglionic fibers which are usually myelinated b fibers originate from lateral horn and pass through anterior root immediately after the spinal nerve leaves the spinal canal these fibers then leave the spinal nerve and pass through white ramus into one of the ganglion from the ganglion the course of the fiber can be one of the following most of them they end on the cell bodies of post ganglionic neurons and some fibers pass upwards or downwards in the sympathetic chain and synapse with ganglia at higher or lower levels and some end in peripheral sympathetic ganglia other than preganglionic and postganglionic postganglionic fibers containing 
uh, originating from the ganglia innervate various organs. Some of the postganglionic fibers pass back from sympathetic chain and uh, enter spinal nerve as gray ramus communicants which are unmyelinated C fibers. These fibers enter all parts of the body through spinal nerves and supplies blood vessels, pyloerector muscles, etc. This is the diagram showing uh, the sympathetic nervous system where it arises from the, uh, the lateral horn of the spinal cord. Okay. So then they are going to form the sympathetic ganglion. Some of the preganglionic fibers, uh, they relay in the sympathetic ganglion. From there, they are going to form post-sympathetic ganglion. And some of the post-sympathetic uh, uh, ganglion, they come back uh, to the spinal nerve through gray ramus communicants and they supply to the blood vessels and various glands. Some of the post-ganglionic fibers, they uh, directly, they going to innervate the viscera and some of the post-ganglionic fibers, they form collateral ganglia close to the viscera and from there they are going to form post-ganglionic fibers. Sympathetic nerves also extends to adrenal medulla. Preganglionic fibers originating from lateral horn pass through sympathetic chain into splanchnic nerves. Here there is no synapse. Splanchnic nerve enter adrenal medulla. In adrenal medulla, they end directly on modified neuronal cells. They secrete epinephrine or norepinephrine directly into bloodstream. Postganglionic neurons are modified into secretory cells. 80% of the secretion of adrenal medulla is epinephrine and 20% is norepinephrine. Coming to parasympathetic nervous system, 75% of all parasympathetic fibers are from vagus. Vagal fibers supply heart, lungs, esophagus, stomach, entire small intestine, proximal large intestine, liver, gallbladder, pancreas and upper portion of the ureters. Oculomotor fibers supply pupillary sphincter and ciliary muscles. Facial nerves supply lacrimal glands and submandibular glands. The glossopharyngeal supply the parotid gland. Sacral fibers are through pelvic nerve. From the sacral plexus S2, S3, S4 supply the portion of large intestine external genitalia and lower portion of ureter. In parasympathetic system, ganglia is located in or near uh, the organs. So, preganglionic fibers are long and postganglionic fibers are short. So, this is the craniosacral flow of parasympathetic nervous system where the cranial uh, nuclei are the 3rd, 7th, 9th and 10th and uh, here, the preganglionic fibers are very long and postganglionic fibers are very short. So, similarly, sacral output from uh, the lower sacral segments, the S2 to S4, here also you can see the postganglionic, preganglionic fibers are long and postganglionic fibers are very short. Neurotransmitters of autonomic nervous system, mainly acetylcholine, adrenaline and noradrenaline. Acetylcholine is present in all ganglia and in adrenal medulla, especially preganglionic uh, sympathetic fibers and 
postganglionic parasympathetic endings and sympathetic cholinergic nerve endings whereas adrenaline and noradrenaline they are present in the postganglionic sympathetic uh, nerve endings which produce mainly noradrenaline and uh, in adrenal medulla the postganglionic sympathetic fibers they produce adrenaline synthesis of these neurotransmitter acetylcholine is uh, mainly synthesized in the terminal end of nerve, nerve fibers and it is stored in vesicles acetyl-CoA and choline they are going to form acetyl-choline in presence of choline acetyltransferase and acetyl-choline is broken into acetate and choline by the choline esterase in the uh, synaptic cleft then epinephrine and norepinephrine they are produced in the exoplasm of the terminal nerve ending uh, they are mainly produced from tyrosine tyrosine gets converted into dopamine dopamine and norepinephrine so eventually there will be hydroxylation decarboxylation and hydroxylation action which are going to lead to the formation of norepinephrine in adrenal medulla norepinephrine gets converted into epinephrine by methylation fate of noradrenaline it is reuptaken into the terminal nerve endings uh, and are diffused into the surrounding tissue fluids some of them are destroyed by catechol o methyl transferase and adrenergic and cholinergic receptors are seen on the effector organs adrenergic uh, receptors and cholinergic receptors the adrenergic receptors classified into alpha and beta and again there will be alpha 1 and alpha 2 and there will be beta 1 and beta 2 note that alpha 1 and beta 1 they causes excitation whereas alpha 2 and beta 2 they are mainly inhibitory in nature whereas uh, cholinergic receptors are nicotinic and muscarinic the nicotinic receptors they are present in all autonomic ganglia and neuromuscular junction whereas muscarinic uh, in the neuroeffector junction of smooth muscle and glands these are the some of the difference between sympathetic and parasympathetic autonomic nervous system here sympathetic is thoracolumbar and parasympathetic is craniosacral in sympathetic preganglionic fibers are short here they are long postganglionic fibers in sympathetic they are long and in parasympathetic they are short the sympathetic ganglia they are very close to the vertebral column whereas uh, there are no ganglia such in parasympathetic nervous system the important function of sympathetic nervous system is to prepare individual to face emergency situation whereas parasympathetic is concerned in vegetative aspects of uh, day to day living that is digestion absorption sexual erection function the actions of sympathetic nervous system on the organs mainly it causes uh, dilatation of pupil increase heart rate increase blood pressure provide better perfusion constrict cutaneous vessels to limit bleeding decreases threshold in reticular formation and hence increases alertness increase blood glucose free fatty acids to provide more energy whereas parasympathetic it decreases the heart rate decreases the stroke volume and favors storage of absorbed nutrients the sympathetic is known as catabolic nervous system whereas parasympathetic is known as anabolic nervous system neurotransmitter Uh, of the sympathetic most of the ganglia they produce acetylcholine and at the organ they produce adrenaline or noradrenaline and in parasympathetic 
all the ganglia as well as pre or post uh, uh, post parasympathetic ganglia they produces acetylcholine some of the difference between somatic nervous system and autonomic nervous system are so in somatic system there are no ganglia whereas you can see ganglia uh, at the site of synapse between two efferent neurons in somatic nervous system efferent neuron are single uh, between cns and effector organs in here uh, autonomic nervous system there are two efferent neurons pre and post ganglionic neurotransmitter in somatic nervous system is always acetylcholine here it can be acetylcholine epinephrine or norepinephrine the somatic innervates smooth muscle the autonomic nervous system smooth uh, innervates smooth cardiac muscle and glands the somatic uh, nervous system uh, stimulation affects uh, it it causes excitation it always causes excitation because inhibition occurs centrally through the inhibitory interneurons whereas autonomic nervous system it leads to either excitation or inhibition according to the receptor which has been stimulated the spinal column pathway is in the anterior horn cells whereas for autonomic nervous system they are the autonomic ganglia the synapses in somatic nervous system they are well defined the autonomic nervous system they are ill defined the somatic nervous system it it mainly causes the voluntary movements whereas uh, autonomic nervous system causes involuntary movements other functions like skeletal muscle activity entirely dependent on its nerve supply in somatic nervous system here in autonomic nervous system activity is controlled by ans shows constru- considerable autonomy and uh, activity is confined to certain muscle group and uh, the activity is more specialized so these are some of the effects of uh, stimulation of alpha receptors and beta receptor alpha receptor causes vasoconstriction iris dilatation intestinal relax- relaxation and the intestinal sphincter contraction through alpha 1 piloelectric contraction and bladder sphincter relaxation whereas beta receptor it causes vasodilatation through beta 2 cardio acceleration through beta 1 intestinal relaxation through beta 2 uterus relaxation through beta 2 and bronchodilatation through beta 2 and calorigenesis and relaxation of the bladder sphincter through beta 2 receptors This is in brief about autonomic nervous system. Thank you.